Welcome to Universe 20, the home of Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, and the Power Rangers, Royal Britannia. This universe holds many rangers you all know very well, but in this universe, certain events happen differently, causing a unique chain of events. So stick around, join me as we dive into the amazing tales of Power Rangers Universe 20. This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios in association with Zio to Hero the Podcast. Ultra Rangers Wild Force Chapter 2 Rise of Something Ultra Part 2 Max stepped out of the white light and entered the bowling alley. He smiled at the sight. Man, if this is my test, it's a bowl, <laughs> then I'm going to get some new powers damn quick, Max muttered to himself with a grin. He then started strolling down the room till he saw an old man sat there by one of the lanes. Hey there, kiddo. Sorry, but we're closed, the old man said. It's okay. Can I ask exactly what, like, where we are? Max asked. Pandona's pins, the man grinned. Wait, that's what I was going to call my own bowling alley. Max chuckled. He then sat next to the old man. He then paid attention to him. He noticed his skin tone, his white hair. Then he looked the old man in the eyes, and then it hit him. You're me, Max gasped. Suppose I am, the old man sighed. Why are you here, all by yourself? Max asked as he looked around the room. Max noticed it was dark and dusty all of a sudden. I'm always alone now. I have no family anymore. Haven't had friends in years. No one comes to the bowling alley. The old man, Max, muttered. Wait, what about Danny and the other rangers? Max snapped. Rangers? <laughs> Please. We won. We beat the bad guys. We never saw each other after that. Old man, Max, sighed. Max looked around the room and noticed that the lanes were now surrounded in darkness. And somewhere, the windows had been completely erased. And ever so slowly, the darkness kept on creeping closer towards them. What's going on here? I don't know what I have to do, Max asked as he jumped up to his feet and leaned into Old Man Max. Then the darkness surrounded him. The old version Max started slipping away into the shadows that surrounded him. I'm just always alone now, Old Man Max cried as his voice echoed. A small tear ran down his cheeks. Then the shadow encased the old man. No, don't go! I'm still confused! Max called out, then he stood and spun around trying to fight away the sh eating shadows, then he closed his eyes and took a deep breath. When he opened his eyes, he was in a different space of now white fog. He stood before an animal crystal floating, next to it was a new animal crystal saber. The crystal was blue, but it was foggy, Max couldn't tell what animals inside. The new crystal saber floated there too. Max then noticed someone stood there watching him. He turned to see Nazor, the Duke Org, from his old ranger days. Max dropped into his fighting stance. Nazor raised his hand. I am not the Duke Org you think I am, Max. I am just using this as an avatar, so to speak. What are you then, huh? Max barked. I am the Ultra Grid. Come to talk to you with your test, Nazor explained. Uh, Okay, sorry, you kind of look like a bad guy, uh, I thought you were going to, you know, Max shrugged as he stood straight. Again, I understand. Now you met yourself from the future, 
A version of you who accepted the Ultra Powers and ends up alone. Nazo explained. Yeah, I did. What the hell was that? Max asked. A glimpse of your future, if you take this. But there's also an alternative, Nasal said. He gestured behind him, and Max turned around to see a white door stood there. What's this? Max asked. A chance at a normal life. Maybe you can find love. Have a child. Maybe you can make new friends, Nasal suggested. Max looked at the door for a minute. A minute that seemed like forever. He knew if the Ultra Grid was correct, he'd end up lonely. But... He also knew the world needed him. He was the Blue Ranger, and he never gave up. He spun around, walked up to the Crystal Saber and the Animal Crystal. Never give up, man. Why don't I turn my back on the world now, now that now that it needs me? Max said. Then he slotted the Animal Crystal into the Saber. Then the fog around him suddenly cleared. Max looked up and saw a massive Zord. It was stronger than his Shark Zord that Max knew so well. Max, I present to you the Ultra Bat Zord. He is cunning and wise, and here's all, Nasal told him. The Ultra Bat Zord was a deep ocean blue with massive wings and huge ears. The entire Zord was covered in silver and red accents. Nice to meet you, Max said awkwardly. The Ultra Bat Zord took flight and shrieked out. The crystal in Max's new saber became clear as well, revealing the small bat inside the crystal. Max then was teleported away. Danny walked out of the light and entered his kitchen. Well, now I'm confused. This is just my house, Danny muttered to himself. Then he walked into his living room and found Nasal sat in his armchair. Before you get defensive, I am not the Duke Org. I appear to be. I am the Ultra Grid. This is nearly just an avatar, Nasal explained. Danny nodded his head and pushed his glasses up. I have no reason to believe that you'd be actually Nasal, Danny chuckled. Do you know why you are here, Danny? Nasal asked. I know I must be tested, but I do not know why we're in my house, Danny stated. Your test is about holding the key to one's effect. I'll show you something, which is will happen in your future whether you like it or not. It affects a loved one. It is up to you whether you tell them and change their future, Nasal explained. Can't be too hard, can it? Danny asked with a slight smile. Then everything went black for Danny. He then saw his son Maxwell running in a quarry. He saw eight Ultra Rangers fighting a wizard who was beating the Rangers. Maxwell ran into the fight. He pulled out Danny's old ground morpher, flipped it open and called out Wild Access, then morphed into the Black Bison Wild Force Ranger. Once morphed, he jumped into the fight and aided the Rangers. Then everything went black again. Danny woke once again in his living room and he stood in front of Nasal. Now you know your son's future, Nasal stated. I don't understand. The Bison Zord is going to give his animal crystal to Maxwell to save us? But this this being that took all the Zord spirits, he's a multiversal threat. Maxwell wouldn't stand a chance, Danny snapped. Hence why you have a chance to change it, don't you? It's up to you, Danny. Take the step of time that lay before you, affect all to save your family, or do nothing and let everything take its course. Nasal said. Nasal gestured Danny to Maxwell's bedroom door. He opened it slowly. Danny walked in to find his son reading one of his comics thumped on his bed. Danny cleared his throat, singing himself. Maxwell placed his comic down and sat up. What's up, Dad? Maxwell asked. Son, I have to tell you something. It's pretty important, Danny said, swallowing hard. What? 
Maxwell sighed. Danny looked at his son and sighed. He, know, he knew he could not change the fate of their entire timeline, and the fate of his team just to save his son. There was other ways he could handle it. You know I love you, right? Danny stated. Yeah, I know, Dad. Gee, stop being weird. Maxwell muttered. Then he slumped back down on his bed and carried on reading his book. Danny nodded, then he turned around and walked out of his son's room. He then walked into a vast space filled with a thick layer of white fog, and before him was a new animal crystal saber and a grey animal crystal, which was also fogged up, which floated before him. Well done, Danny. Don't worry, that interaction with your son was fake. It never happened, Nasal said behind him. I did it, right? Danny muttered. He reached out and took the new crystal saber and animal crystal, and slotted the animal crystal into the saber. Then the fog around him cleared, and before him stood his new Ultra Zord. Danny, I present to you the Ultra Cobra Zord, Nazor explained. The Ultra Cobra Zord was a giant grey cobra. It wasn't as long as Danny thought it would be. It had piercing green eyes, and its scales had black shimmers to them. Grey? Danny questioned. The Ultra Cobra Zord hissed, which rumbled the ground Danny stood on. I'll take the help if we're going to protect the Earth. Danny nodded. Then, as he stared at the crystal that was in the crystal saber, it cleared and became visible, showing off the cobra inside. Then, Danny was teleported away. My name is Ace, and I use a device called the Color Matrix which allows me to hijack alternative universe versions of myself. I have the multiverse at my disposal. From being a Power Ranger, to being a Spider-Man, to piloting the Orville, to being a Vampire Slayer. I can do it all. I can spend eight hours of my time. Of course, Time is different in each universe, but eight hours of my time, piloting a version of myself. So come, explore the multiverse with me. See what my world is like in different universes. Explore the multiverse. If you want to hear such stories, then come and listen to The Color Matrix on Tiger Tales, The Lost Stories, found on YouTube. Taylor stepped out of the light and entered the gladiator ring. It was a massive ring filled with sand. The walls were made out of wooden spikes and surrounded Taylor was pools of blood. And there sat upon a chair was Nazor. He was surrounded by a massive audience cheering. Nazor, Taylor barked. Welcome to the Wild Rumble Force Fighting Championship. Today we have Taylor fighting for the crown of team leader. So her opponent is Cole, Nasal called out, and suddenly Cole teleported in, and the audience started clapping and cheering. Cole ran at Taylor and swung for her. She caught him by the wrist and pushed him back. Cole, I'm not fighting you for being leader, Taylor snapped. 
Cole did not answer. He threw a kick. Taylor slapped his kick away, then threw two jabs, striking Cole in the shoulder. Then she grabbed him by the shirt and headbutted Cole in the face. Dude, snap out of it, Taylor growled. But Cole wasn't listening. Then Cole tried to dive uh, onto Taylor. Taylor fell back onto the ground, Cole landing on top of her. She managed to plant one foot on Cole and kicked him off. Then she stood up and brushed herself off, and she took her fighting stance. Fine, Taylor muttered, and waited for Cole to run at her again. Cole came in hard with a full swing. Taylor caught his fist in her palm, then with her other hand, she pulled Cole in closer. She then elbowed Cole in the face. She turned around and pulled Cole over her shoulder, flipping him over, making him crash onto the floor. She then punched Cole in the head twice. She then turned around, walked away, and walked close to the nasal. I beat him! But... Taylor started, but Cole jumped up behind her and swung his foot in midair. Taylor caught his ankle, slammed her punch into his stomach, and sent him flying back, crashing to the ground. Like I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. I beat him, but I don't want leadership. Cole was our leader, and he can be still. He is, but Mark can't, Taylor yelled. Then everything vanished. Taylor was now stood in a veil of fog, and before her floating was a new crystal saber and a gold animal crystal, which was also fogged up. That is gold, Taylor muttered. Yes, it is, Nasal said behind her. She turned around and glared at him. Something tells me you're not our Nasal, right? Taylor questioned. Keen eye, Taylor. And no, I'm not. This is just an avatar. I'm the Ultra Grid, Nasal told her. So, my test... Taylor asked. We needed to see whether your priorities still lied. You are still the same, Taylor. And we are happy to proceed. Nasal explained. Taylor nodded, then she grabbed the new crystal saber and the gold crystal. Then the fog around her cleared, and before her was her Ultra Zord. Taylor, I present to you the Ultra Eagle. The mother to your Wild Zord. Nasal told her. The mother? Whoa. Taylor muttered in shock. The old eagle was gold and white. Its wings were covered in gold-bladed feathers, and its tail was thick, and it had a white mohawk. Let's save your baby, Taylor muttered. Then she put the new crystal saber in her grip tightly as she slotted the golden crystal into the crystal saber, and the crystal became clear, revealing the little eagle inside. The eagle squawked out as it took flight, and Taylor was teleported away. Alyssa walked out of the light and entered a school. It wasn't her school, she did not recognise the building at all. She walked up to the main entrance, where suddenly a woman burst out and looked at Alyssa dead in the face. Headmistress, if you please, we have an issue, the woman said sternly. Headmistress, Alyssa muttered, questioningly, as she followed the woman. She walked through the corridor and walked into a classroom, where a teen sat there holding his head in chain. He was found spray-painting the west side of the building, the woman told Alyssa. Really? Tagging the building? That's how you want to start your term? With a weak detention? Alyssa barked automatically. What? Seriously? The teenager snapped. Keep it zipped. I'll make it two weeks. Now get to class and keep your hands off those spray cans. Alyssa demanded. The teenager bolted out of the classroom. Alyssa sighed. Then she walked out of the classroom and heard a lot of cheering. Alyssa started running down the corridor and entered the dining hall to find two girls fighting on the floor, surrounded by a group of cheering children. Ay, 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 ay! What the hell is this? Seriously! Stop it! Pack it in! Alyssa barked as she clapped her hands loudly. Everyone stopped cheering and the two girls climbed to their feet. You two are meant to have each other's backs. Girl power and all. You're friends, aren't you? And what example are you setting for the younger students? Alyssa barked. 
Sorry, miss, both the girls muttered, then everyone cleared out of the hall and headed to their classes. Alyssa then headed back into our office. She sat down, and her office phone started ringing. She picked it up. Hello, Alyssa said. Hey, Alyssa, I don't think I can come in until 11. Can someone cover my first class, said a man's voice. Sure, I, I can cover it, no problem, Alyssa sighed. She then put the phone down, rubbed her eyes, and as she left her office and walked down the hall, she walked into the classroom, which in a blink of an eye turned into a veil of white fog, and before her was a new animal crystal and a clouded pink animal crystal. It's a n new crystal. I it's pink. Alyssa stated. Then Alyssa turned around to see Nazor stood before her. I'm not Nazor, dear Alyssa, so don't panic. I'm the Ultra Grid. This is just my avatar, Nazor explained. Oh, okay. I know I can trust you. What was my test exactly? Being a headmistress in a school? Alyssa asked. It was a metaphor. To test your ability to dive into multiple issues and handle them, thrown at you one by one after another. You handle all these problems quickly and efficiently, given to you by your so-called colleagues and their students. Your test was to see how you handled them physically and mentally. You didn't even question it, Nazar explained. Well, yeah, I just dove in, no questions asked. They needed me, right? Alyssa grinned. You may now take your crystal saber and crystal, Nazar told her. Alyssa turned around and took the new crystal saber and pink animal crystal, and then suddenly the fog disappeared, revealing the new Ultra Zord. Alyssa, I present to you the Ultra Stallion, Nazor stated. The Ultra Stallion was pink and had bright brown highlights, and it had a glorious mane which looked like thick pieces of wire. Wow, Alyssa muttered. As she slotted the crystal into the saber, the crystal became clear, revealing the animal inside. Then Alyssa teleported away. To be continued. And there we have it, guys, the continuation of Ultra Rangers Wild Force. If you are listening to this on Nerd Through Comics, then please give us a follow. If you're listening to this on Tiger Tales, then make sure that you subscribe. Check out where the Ultra Rangers originally came from, and that is Cosplay Dude 637 and his podcast, Parents Universe 19. We also have quite a few other places that you might want to check out as well. Cosplay Dude has other uh, channels, which include Storytime with Cosplay Dude, Sailor Moon E, and a YouTube channel called Nostalgia Time. I also have Tiger Tales, The Lost Stories, and Tiger Tales Game Over. More places where you can find different types of storylines and fan fictions. Then we want to give a huge shout out to Zero to Hero, which we're in association with. A big shout out to If You Give a Dad a Podcast and an Authors Crown YouTube channel. Make sure you check out everyone I just shouted out, and of course, thank you all for watching. See you guys real soon.